You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a History of Egypt podcast interview. My guest today is Professor Nozomu Kawai. Nozomu Kawai is the Professor of Egyptology at Kanazawa University in Japan. He is also the director of the North Saqqara Project that excavates monuments in one of Egypt's most ancient cemeteries. Professor Kawai earned his PhD in 2005 from the Johns Hopkins University in the USA. His thesis was titled Studies in the Reign of Tutankhamun, and it did exactly that. Professor Kawai's research has been incredibly valuable to me working on this podcast, so you can imagine my excitement to speak with him and discuss some of these topics. The interview comes in two parts. Today, part one, we talk about some prominent individuals from the reign of Tutankhamun. The Lady Maya, his wet nurse and tutor, Senejim, the king's teacher, Userhat, or Hatiai, a royal sculptor, and Tutankhamun's background, his family, and his origins. In part two, releasing in the future, we will discuss I, Hormheb, and those major officials. So, today is part one. I hope you enjoy. Our interview begins with some introductions and the context of Professor Kawai's work. Okay, so Professor Kawai, good morning and welcome to the History of Egypt podcast. Good morning. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah, it's really my pleasure to be interviewed. Yeah. <laughs> I, How are you mm -hmm. this morning? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, in Japan, it's... Uh, like uh, to the end of the spring so mm. you know the summer is starting from the next mm. month Very so good. it's getting warmer mm -hmm. yeah but not really terribly warm mm. relatively comfortable sure yeah and you are in kanazawa university at the moment is that correct yes that's yes. right and yeah. how is how is life in your current town is is everyone safe are they okay yeah, uh, the Kanazawa is located uh, uh, at the coast of the Japan Sea, you know, mm -hmm. the opposite side of Japan. I mean, unlike Tokyo or Osaka, mm -hmm. facing to the Korea and China. Mm -hmm. And uh, during the World War II, this city was not exploded, I mean, bombed at mm -hmm. all. So we have many historical oh. uh, monuments, wow. temples and shrines. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, not it's not like Kyoto, I mean, big uh, historical town, but Kanazawa has a lot of uh, uh, places to visit. So I hope if you are interested in coming to Japan, Absolutely. I highly recommend to uh, come here. It yeah. sounds beautiful. 
and probably very good for a historian to live in a town with many historic suburbs. Sure, yeah. And this city is also famous for the gold. 90% ah. of the gold leaf in Japan is mm -hmm. produced in my town, the Kanazawa. Wow. So as I'm walking on the Tutankhamun, <laughs> you know, the golden king. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I feel kind of connection Absolutely. between my research and the, the uh, nature of the city. <laughs> so, Professor Kawai, for those who don't know you, one of your major research focuses is the reign of Tutankhamun and the yeah. people associated with him, not just the king, but the other people within mm -hmm. his society. Now, as I currently understand it, you are working on a new book about mm -hmm. the reign of Tutankhamun, which is a revised version of your PhD dissertation. Mm -hmm. So what kind of discussions can we expect from your book forthcoming? Yeah, uh, as you yeah, pointed out, the major originality of my book will be the discussion of the officials. Mm. I have more than 100 uh, people listed <laughs> in my Goodness. book. Wow. Yeah. And uh, as you know, the Tutankhamun did not leave many royal inscriptions. You know, uh, we don't know much about his reign. Although mm. we know that there is a restoration stira mm. he erected in front of a Karnak temple. But uh, why, why? the reason why I looked at the official is to try to reconstruct his time mm -hmm. by examining the careers of the officials. And mm -hmm. actually, as everybody knows, Tutankhamun was kind of pivot. He had uh, influential officials behind his throne mm -hmm. and they're actually controlling the country. So in order to reconstruct his reign, it's essential to look at those people's careers, especially mm -hmm. in terms of the relationship between the king and uh, and them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. Uh, so th this is one of the uniqueness of my publication. But okay. I also uh, discussed uh, many aspects of which has been already uh, published. I mean, like the uh, restoration and uh, royal monuments. But recent to archaeological uh, excavations or uh, you know epigraphic uh, studies uh, revealed more evidence. Mm -hmm. Like you know, uh, for example, in the uh, Temple of Karnak, mm -hmm. you know there is a wall uh, outside of the so-called uh, Code of Kashe mm -hmm. uh, in, in between the uh, uh, in front of the Seventh Pyron, right? And uh, the French Franco Egyptian team revealed more uh, blocks mm -hmm. which were built, uh, built during the time of Tutankhamun. So I integrate as many as many evidence as possible mm -hmm. to uh, try to understand the restoration of the temples all over the Egypt, mm -hmm. as well as his building project mm -hmm. to, re to refurbish traditional religion especially centered on the cult of Amun. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not going to really discuss the foreign relationship right. 
during the time of uh, Tutankhamun because uh, I'm I I am not really you know specialized uh, foreign relationships especially because I didn't uh, I don't read uh, Akkadian I mean mm. especially Amarna tablet which is difficult mm. you know not simple <laughs> so unless I can use the first uh, evidence you know I thought yeah I should not really uh, go into the detail of course I. I have to refer to the, some result already proposed by many scholars, but uh, this uh, aspect, I'm not going to make uh, uh, any original uh, argument. Sure. That's all about it. And of course, I, I discussed the, the tomb and the, mm-hmm. the barrier briefly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. So just to summarize, your, your book will focus on the influential people who mm-hmm. really controlled the country under mm-hmm. Tutankhamun. And the new evidence for his monuments, his records, his constructions, with so mainly mainly focusing on Egypt itself, not so much the foreign lands. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That sounds very thorough already. So, when can we anticipate the publication? Yeah, I I was expected to. I mean the 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 publisher company wants to publish the next year okay. the 100 oh, I mean I mean centennial yes. of the discovery of mm. the tomb of Tutankhamun you know Absolutely yeah <laughs> so next year will be the really big year for Egyptology you know sure of course the 200 years after the decipherment of Egyptian hieroglyphics as absolutely. well absolutely mm-hmm. good that's exciting though i look forward to reading that because I've been using your unpublished PhD mm-hmm. research mm-hmm. a lot in the podcast and in my own personal academic mm-hmm. research. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see your new or your updated perspectives yeah. and assessments. So exciting. thank you very much. <laughs> Our next topic is Tutankhamun's background, specifically his family and his unidentified mother. As we've said, you have researched many aspects of this time period, and there is too much material to talk about generally. We can't cover everything. But very briefly, if you had to summarize your perspective on a couple of key questions, just just in the basics, what is your current assessment of the evidence for Tutankhamun's family and background. Do you have an opinion on the likely identity of his parents or where he comes from? What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, maybe as you read my original dissertation, you understand my original thought, but Mm. uh, since then there are many, you know, uh, Mm. researchers examinations mm. have been going on and uh, I have all, all, already changed my mind but uh, I can't give you the concrete argument sure. about the parentage of Tutankhamun. If we believe that Tutankhamun's parents are the body of KB55 mm-hmm. and uh, so-called younger lady, mm-hmm. I mean who were found in the tomb of Amenhotep II mm. And uh, Dr. Hawass uh, suggested their, you know, brother, mm. right? I mean, brother, sister, 
relationship. And uh, many of scholars suggest Tutankhamun's father is possibly Akhenaten, mm-hmm. but the, the problem is the, the age of the body of mm. KB-55 is not as old as we can imagine. Mm. It belongs to Akhenaten, right? Rather younger uh, male who passed away late twenties, something. Mm. So I I don't know. I mean, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's really tough. Yeah. Mm, to make argument as for the mother, at least we know she passed away before Tutankhamun ascended to the throne. Mm. I mean, there's no document. Mm. So someone who already passed away. Mm. I tend to incline now mm-hmm. to think about Kia mm-hmm. as a possible mother of Tutankhamun, if his father is Akhenaten, mm-hmm. which we don't know yet. Sure. Yeah, because Nefertiti, you know, according to the recent evidence from the graffiti uh, of the one of the quarry, uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember the name of quarry, which was uh, found uh, near the uh, Derusha mm-hmm. uh, mentions her name is still on the uh, inscription of the year 16 of mm-hmm. end of Akhenaten, very late. And even Aidan Dodderson assumes that Nefertiti changed her name to Nefer Neferaten mm-hmm. as a queen, and she ruled uh, three years as a co-regent of Tunankam which I don't believe, but uh, that's his opinion, you know? So if Nefertiti was still alive when Tutankhamun ascended to the throne, mm. you know, so she can't be the candidate if mm. we believe the Aidan's assumption. Right. Mm. Mm. Okay. So it is complicated yeah. so, and there's no answer. Yeah. <laughs> no answer. But Kia is depicted many places uh, as long as we see the uh, Hermopolis block published by Günther Reder. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the German expedition examined the Taratats, mm-hmm. which were found in the temp- uh, Thoth temple in right. Hermopolis, right? And, the, mm-hmm. and uh, he published a gigantic book uh, and also Hanke uh, mm-hmm. published a monograph about the Tratad from there. Mm. And uh, here was pretty much, you know, depicted. I, I don't know. I mean, she was probably extraordinary consort mm. of Akhenaten. And Nick Reeves suggested, as we know, she, Nick believes she's a uh, mother of Tutankhamun. Mm-hmm. So as one of the candidates, you know, mm. I I'm still thinking, you know, as a possibility, mm. if she was actually the mother and she disappeared and she mm. can't be mentioned mm. historical documents at all. Mm. That's one of the reasons why he, his mother was never mentioned. Mm. Mm. That makes sense. And uh, as we know, lock of hair of mm. Queen T was found in the tomb of Tutankhamun, mm-hmm. which uh, suggests she was a grandmother, mm. you know. So if Amenhotep the third, sorry, if Akhenaten was his father, it's reasonable to believe, right? Sure. So okay, that's about <laughs> it. What do you yeah. think? <laughs> yeah, there's no certainty, and 
like mm. like you i think kv55 is too young to be akhenaton but as for the mother any there are still multiple possible candidates and we just don't have enough information yet no. it is time for a quick break and then the interview will return see you in a moment You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Having discussed the family, we now talk about Maya, the wet nurse and tutor for King Tutankhamun. Maya is significant. I have told part of her story before. Now... Professor Kawai adds his views. Okay, so we don't hear about Tutankhamun's mother, but mm. we do know about somebody who raised him like a mother, which mm. is the royal menat Maya. Yes. So from your from your perspective, who is Maya? Where does she come from? And what role did she play in Tutankhamun's life? Mm-hmm. I don't believe Aranzibi's idea Maya was yes. made up. <laughs> it's impossible to prove that uh, mm. again. But I admire his work. Mm-hmm. You know that he discovered when he published, uh, you know, all the uh, drawings from his mm-hmm. and uh, we actually rely on the mm-hmm. result. You know, and uh, as uh, major officials of Tutankhamun were depicted mm. uh, on the wall of the best view of the tomb and on both sides you know there are i believe 20 20 20 20 i think 12 uh, no, no, 12 12 12 officials on both sides mm. yeah as, as you know the uh, the depiction of Tutankhamun on the lap of Maya Mm. On the left, you have the officials, you know, mm-hmm. upper uh, register and lower register in total six. Mm-hmm. And uh, as already Aran suggested, there's another depiction behind Maya. The mm. six high officials are depicted in the same, mm-hmm. you know, uh, expressions. Mm. Mm-hmm. As I have examined uh, high officials during the Tutankham's reign, you know, those are people who actually say the power mm. politically, you know, during his reign. It's really symbolical to then come on the lap of Maya and worshipped or supported mm. by High Ocean. This is a actual symbolic depiction mm. of the time of Tutankhamun. And Maya mm. was really influential, important, ready, mm. as you read some of the inscriptions in her tomb, he mm-hmm. even mentions he acted as Isis, mm-hmm. the wife of Osiris, and uh, and she ma- clearly mentioned she pacifies all gods of Egypt, mm-hmm. which is impossible for the non-royal person mm-hmm. 
you know, in the history of ancient Egypt to mention such things, which is kind of royal prerogative, right? I mean, mm -hmm. as you know, one of the name of the Tutankhamun, uh, uh, I mean, one of the royal name of Tutankhamun has uh, one who pacify the gods of the Surans, something like mm -hmm. that. So clearly mentions the role of Tutankhamun, but in mm -hmm. the name of Maya, which mm -hmm. is amazing. Yeah, so she actually supported Tutankhamun's, you know, mm. political role, you mm. know, during his reign. This is kind of indication, but I don't know uh, anything about uh, the origin of Maya. Mm. But if, if you look at the, some inscriptions in her tomb, there are uh, people who came from the uh, Middle Egypt, like Hermopolis, mm. Mm, someone who is associated with Toth. Mm. But this cannot give you the exact location mm. of the origin. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Very good. Third, we have Senedjem, the royal tutor. Or maybe he had another name? Having studied this man and his tomb personally, Professor Kawai gives us the details. There is also the, the male equivalent to Maya, mm. who's... Mm name is a matter of debate. So I recently wrote an episode about this man and I called him Senedjim, but mm -hmm. you have argued uh, differently. Mm -hmm. So yep. what can you tell us about your understanding of Senedjim or his other mm -hmm. name in mm -hmm. Tutankhamun's life? Yeah, uh, I visited the, the tomb in mm -hmm. Ahmin when I was doing PhD research mm -hmm. and I also examined uh, with my eyes mm. to read the inscription. I don't find any uh, writings of Senegem. Okay. It's a Senket. Okay. So, yeah. So, and also the sarcophagus mm -hmm. of Senket, which were used in uh, Sakkar Necropolis, mm. uh, you know, uh, has Same. no, yeah, no uh, lighting of Senedjem, you know, it's okay. Senket, the same, and with the same title. So, and just to clarify, mm -hmm. you think the name is always Senket, mm -hmm. no, yeah, no variation. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah, this is my uh, sure. idea. Mm -hmm. And uh, the in the tomb of Senket, there is a depiction of Tutankhamun. Mm -hmm. riding on the chariot mm -hmm. and uh, there's a uh, a man uh, shaven with shaven head standing mm -hmm. beside Tutankhamun mm -hmm. and Oyo uh, he's my friend and he's mm -hmm. a respected scholar but Boyo uh, assumes the the person standing next to Tutankhamun might be I mm -hmm. but I don't think so okay this depiction is uh, expressed in the center uh, mm. of the doorway. I mean, right. Like the tomb of Maya, the tomb yeah. owner supposed to express mm. the, their role symbolically mm. as Maya is holding to the common on her lap. Mm. So Senkedo wanted to express his role as a tutor of the Tutankhamun. Mm. who trained 
the king, uh, you know, including the charity, charity, okay. right? So it's really unusual. The king uh, is depicted with someone else, as you know, many mm. other battle scenes from Ramside period or what, whatever. I, mm -hmm. I mean, although it's not true, but king must sure. be depicted only <laughs> a lot. Always, yes. Yeah, always. Mm. Mm. But I think this depiction of the reality, sort of reality, mm. Mm, indicates the time of Tutankhamun. Mm. You know, more, I can say the officials uh, can make some statement, mm -hmm. uh, sort of. Although they are not royal, but they try to express their role, mm. which probably reflects to the uh, decline of the power of the right. kingship. Yeah. So I think that's uh, himself. I mean, the guy who's standing next to Tutankhamun is Senked himself, okay. who wants to show he is a tutor, mm. overseer of tutors mm -hmm. of Tutankhamun. That makes sense. Okay. Finally, we have the royal sculptor, Usarhat or Hatiai, a man who worked for Tutankhamun and who might be the same person that built a house at Amarna, episode 115. This sculptor had an interesting career. Professor Kawai shares his insights. Okay, so Professor, another Another individual who I've discussed on the podcast recently is a royal sculptor, and his name mm -hmm. is Hatiai or Usarhat, depending mm -hmm. on the context. In your assessment, is this the same Hatiai who worked for Akhenaten and had mm -hmm. a house at Amana? That's right, yeah. And, uh, you know, before I discuss this person, you know, there are many discussions already like sure. Yap van Dijk or Haruk Willems, you know, and mm. uh, yeah. And uh, so he was in Amarna, mm. but obviously according to the Stira mm -hmm. uh, from Abydos now in the Leiden Museum, he was uh, ordained to make a, a divine image of the traditional mm. God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, when, the the policy of the kingship changed. Mm. It's not really easy to appoint a new person to make a you know mm. a new sculptor. You know, sure. So, as many of the high officials during the Akhenaten's reign continued to serve under Tutankhamun, even the sculptors mm. who served mm. uh, you know during Akhenaten continued. To walk mm. for the king, you know, or mm -hmm. to meet their needs. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. And we also see Hatiai in the tomb of Maya, who mm. was, among other things, the overseer of all works of the king. Right. So, for some scholars, they suggest Maya was probably the man in charge of building the tomb of Tutankhamun. Mm -hmm. Do you think this Hatiai may have worked on it, or was he mainly statues? 
Yeah, yeah, it's possible. He he worked for the uh, funerary equipment of the Tutankhamun too. Mm -hmm. But there are other uh, sculptors and goldsmiths mm -hmm. uh, during Tutankhamun's reign, like Amenemhinet, or mm -hmm. you know, or who, whose tomb was found in the Teddy uh, Teddy Cemetery, the Teddy right. Pyramid North Cemetery. Yeah. And Memphis was actually the center of the creation. I mean, the uh, workshop. Sure. So, yeah. So those people and mm. Maya, you know, making work together all of these to things. make, uh, yeah, all okay. the divine uh, statues, and whatever, mm. you know, for the loyalty. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, what was the role that Usurhat? I mean, sorry, Hatiai played in the restoration program. What was his contribution to the restoration? I think his main uh, contribution was to make uh, new divine statues. Hmm. You know, oh, many of the statues were destroyed, as we know, especially hmm. in Thebes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, also, we have some physical evidence that some of the destroyed statues were, were restored. Mm. Uh, mm. So I think, uh, you know, he was an important person to refurbish the uh, important uh, statues and the temple uh, decorations, mm. what, whatever, you know. Uh, mm he was uh, uh, able to make. Mm. Sure. Very good. This brings us to the end of part one of my interview with Professor Nozomu Kawai. As I mentioned earlier, part two will follow in the future. For now, it is time to wrap things up. If you would like to learn more about Professor Kawai and his work, you will find links in the episode description. I highly recommend seeking him out. Thank you for listening to this interview. I will see you soon. Take care, and may the gods bless you. hard for what you have your money your assets your 401k and home isn't it all worth protecting nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft lifelock ultimate plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement lifelock alerts you to identity threats you might miss and if your identity is stolen your dedicated u.s-based restoration specialist will work to fix it let lifelock help protect what you've worked so hard for save 25 percent off your first year on lifelock ultimate plus at lifelock.com aware terms apply